1: Welcome to Moralia Python Radio with your hosts Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre.
0: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Moralia Python Radio. Uh, tonight uh, we here on the East Coast of the U.S. We were oh, Owen dropped. Uh, we were on the East Coast. We got bombarded with a uh, snow nor'easter, um, but, uh, you know, me and Owen have survived. However,
2: because,
0: <laughs> because of the craziness of the past, what has it been, uh, four days, um, oh, yeah, it, I haven't had well, time to do is, anything. <laughs> well, exactly. The problem is that we, we we, like everybody else, we
1: get the forecast. And once they start talking about snow and they start going above, like, six inches, everyone starts panicking. You know, I don't know about you, but if you tried to go food shopping at any point um, late last week or early this week.
0: Dude, that's my job. Oh, yeah, that's right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, well, then can you answer the age-old question? Why do people buy Bread, eggs, and milk. milk before the snowstorm. Why? Why I have, do they buy have, those three things? Listen, are they making I, goddamn French toast in the blizzard? What are they dude, doing?
0: <laughs> I have no fucking idea why they buy it. Some people, they don't even eat it. They don't even eat it. I swear, I shit you not, man. So yeah. – for people that don't know, I run, a, uh, I run a grocery store, and I'm like the, the – I guess you would say the, the the top guy, the top boss or whatever, and the past four days have just been utter panic. You would think uh-huh. that it's the end of the goddamn world. I would hate <laughs> to see what happens when it really is the end of the world see? because – it's crazy, man. It's just, it's just insane. And you know what's crazy? The, the craziest part of the what? whole thing is this. You'll have all these people run in, and they wait in these long lines, and they're fighting with – like literally at our store in Philadelphia, uh, they were fighting over the bread. We had to have El- security in the aisles to keep people from fighting over the bread. Um, I, I shit you not, man. Why? It's like, nah, Why? I don't He's understand, going
2: man. Day
1: without bread, <laughs> listen, I ran out of bread carbs are bad, weekend. man. <laughs> Hold on, I ran out of bread this weekend, and I went to the store uh, yesterday real quick to grab like a few things because I know I'm going to be like stuck inside, and I was out of coffee and stuff uh-huh. like that. And I didn't, even, I didn't even go anywhere near the bread aisle because I knew it was going to be a shit show. <laughs> I'm like,
0: I yeah. can live without bread. <laughs> I don't like, if you're gonna why? like, if you're gonna be stuck in your house and you want to indulge on some food, buy some bacon, man. Uh, I don't know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Something I mean, you else. can't get much better yeah. than bacon. Uh, so, I mean, like, come on, jeez. Buy some People candy suck. or some chocolate, peanut yeah. butter cup. Yeah. I mean, oh man, it's Let's crazy. Know. it's just, listen. It's a snowstorm.
1: You know, I want. I, I want something. I know where I'm going to be. I'm going to be stuck inside until it's until it's calmed down enough. Then I'm going to be outside digging my house out and my car out. I'm not going to come yeah. inside and make a cold sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> just, yes. Yeah. Just, you know, I'm buying pasta. I'm buying like something that'll be
0: nice and warm when I eat. Like you know. Yeah. Oh my god. Whatever. It's just it's just insanity. <laughs> and so what I was going to say is the craziest part of the whole situation is. Is that you go and you wait in those lines and you do all those things. Yeah. And the whole purpose is is that so you can stay in your house when it snows. <laughs> but they still come out. <laughs> I mean, it's like, <laughs> wait a minute. And they'll come in and they're like, oh, I forgot butter, man. And it's like, what? Come on, man. Why do you need butter? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean uh, it's,
1: you, you couldn't survive one damn day.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it, that's, that's all it is. It's like one day, and then, you know, but, you know, it's just utter chaos. So, you know, 12-hour days, the past few days, uh-huh. and, like, you know, I mean, between the, the rough estimate, I guess, between the stores, I think we did something like maybe close to $2 million. Jesus. Yeah.
1: See, your, your life and job is hell before the storm. My yep. life and job is hell after the storm because <laughs> I find out about the guy who needed the bread so badly, he took the car out in the middle of the storm <laughs> and, like, slid on ice and plowed into four other parked cars, and then I got to deal with that. So, yeah. you know, that, that's like, you know, that, that's what's funny to me, and that's what um, will probably be my entire day tomorrow is dealing with all that stuff, but it's just funny. Is and and it's obviously the world comes grinding to a halt when the weather is going to be absolutely bonkers. So yeah, so but you know what? You know
0: what? Snake stuff doesn't come to a grinding halt. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, we were supposed to have a guest, but um, like I said, I I just didn't have time to put it together, so. You know, I figured, what the hell? We'll wing it tonight. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't even put you any topics together.
1: <laughs> exactly. You people will listen, and you will love it.
0: Yes, we're just going to improvise. That's what I'm best Goddamn, at. But right. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. Let's see. So, um, yeah, uh, I think the, the 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 most exciting thing for me this week, and it's one step closer towards uh, uh, upgrading NPR studios, is I bought a brand new computer. Um I went back and forth and I was like I was on the fence and I'm back and I'm forth and you know, I got uh I got my bonus from uh last year and uh Mm -hmm. we did quite well. So uh I bought a Mac. I bought the twenty seven inch five K retina display, you know, that whole deal. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty excited about it. Should be here tomorrow. Um Oh, but so you yeah. couldn't play around with it all day Because you were stuck inside Yeah, today would have been the perfect day But, you know I, I guess know. uh would have been a bad day to deliver But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it You know, I'm looking into uh, I've been watching some YouTube videos Of, uh, uh, you know Like getting better podcast uh, Mics and stuff like that And, uh, you know, see if we can uh, Take NPR up to the next level The other thing, you know for a long time, I've wanted to do videos, um, which, by mm-hmm. the way, if, if uh, the listeners, if you haven't had a chance to check out um, Terrell's uh, video, I guess it's under Designer Exotics. That is what his thing is, right? Shit. I can't believe I might have screwed it I don't it up. know. Let's just go with um, it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say it, but I'm going to look it up as I talk. But um, All right. He did a, uh, he did a video on um, – uh, how he edits his videos, um, which was nice. which was pretty cool. Um, he had a lot of information in there. Yeah, I got it right. Designer Exotics, um, excellent. Uh, just on how he puts everything together, because he does some nice work with uh, with his videos, and he's pretty uh, pretty astute when it comes to uh, different kind of tech stuff and whatnot. But um, I'm I'm I have uh, what I did today is I mapped out. Um, just like I do with the shows. I'm going to I'm going to up my uh YouTube game, but I'm going to, you know, under EB Moralia, um but uh just have uh try to release an episode a month, you know, a short right. video of uh some stuff. I got the video equipment and whatnot, and Now that I got this new computer, uh I heard that uh iMacs are quite good at uh editing video and such, so kind of excited I about that. I've heard well. Yeah.
1: So it's I, I just don't have the patience to do anything like that. So yeah. I imagine I'll just have a guest spot on your little YouTube thing every once in a while.
0: So. <laughs> yeah. You could be like Chewy. <laughs> no, no. No. <laughs> we're, we're gonna blindfold you and no, stick your hand in the scrub no. cage. Is that what you wanna do? <laughs> dude,
1: I got, dude I, got bit by, I got bit by my one tiger male today. Mm-hmm. And it was a food response bite. Because he's a Ooh. dick. And he bit the down worst. on my index finger right on the knuckle. So it's like, I, really? So it's already puffed up. It's bruised to high hell. And I'm oh, like, God. oh, and, it, and he did that this morning, and then I had to go shovel. So, you know, by the time I'm done, I really hated him. So, um, but that sucks. So, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> We're not doing that intentionally don't <laughs> beyond my days of getting bid for things for like five dollars.
0: Well so, yeah, I mean I looked out in the world, you know, this is uh I, I'm surprised with all the uh the ease, if you will, uh of being mm-hmm. able to record videos and such that uh a lot more people are not doing it. I don't I can't find any real good content uh, you know, other than what Terrell is doing. And Bill used to do uh, a couple episodes that I thought were really well, um, but mm-hmm. I haven't seen any in a while, but you know well, again, does it get so busy make you a now did nervous? what's that?
1: i mean this, I, partially, I think it would be I don't really like having people into my snake room per se all the darn time because I don't want anybody like nitpicking my stuff or uh. trying to force their opinions on it of course i I also know. If I were to put out a video and somebody were to say something like uh, about the way I was keeping, I would kind of immediately shut that shit down. So, um, but I don't know. I, don't know. It, it, I guess that could be one of the little drawbacks or why people might not even consider it. So,
0: uh, yeah, what was that last part again? I'm sorry, somebody just texted me. I, you were saying. You were worried about people looking into your collection?
1: Well, or or just like, listen, you post a a picture on a Facebook page and it has like, I don't know, poop in the corner or something like that. If you don't say, please excuse it, people are going to address it or say something about it and all that other crap. So I would kind of think that maybe some keepers shy away from doing videos is because they're worried about any kind of blowback or something nitpicking on their collection.
0: Just fucking clean that shit before you freaking take a video oh, of God it, man! Damn it. You know what I mean. <laughs> that was an example.
1: You know, no, I what, know I what I you're
0: mean. You pick your collection, saying. yeah. Yes. God damn it. What do I say to that? Screw it, man! You know what Fuck I mean. Off. I know. <laughs> you, you know what I do. You know what you do. I know. You know? That's, that's, I can't be bothered with that. You're gonna have haters out there, dude. Trust me. Probably in six months from now, if I do post up videos, I'm gonna be like, dude. This is insane. I can't take it anymore, you know? Or you yeah. just, like, don't put any uh, any uh, comments or whatever. I don't know. I, can't you turn that off, like, comments and stuff? I guess. I
1: don't know. Um, so are you going to grow a ponytail?
0: Uh, no. Come on, man. <laughs> are you going to? All right. All right.
1: What if you uh, grow the mullet?
0: No, dude. That's That will never, ever come back. You know what I mean? <laughs> Damn it. That Damn was, it! Damn when it. I actually you had I one a of them, they were in style. <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> yeah, it was okay. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure we're gonna look back at your millennials and uh, you know the stop skinny it. jeans stop thing. It. Stop I mean, stop come it. on, dude. Stop it. You promised. You
1: promised <laughs> promise we wouldn't do this anymore.
0: Well, you went down the mullet road. I mean, that's. I just, don't you know. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, let's just <laughs> move on. Redirect, <laughs> redirect.
1: Redirect. <laughs> Slowly go a different direction. Already uh, off kilter, already yeah. broken the show. Anyway, um, but no, it's that's, that's cool that you're doing the videos, and I know we talked about doing some videos, which is cool. And the other aspect of that, you know, if you bring the camera to Tinley, if we bring it to Bill's house, you know, the various carpet fests, if other people shoot videos that involve carpet pests, yeah. there's a lot you can do here. So I like it. Sure.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to give it a whirl. I got a GoPro. I got the, you know, I got a good phone. That'll do it. I actually have a video camera. So that part, I'm pretty good. Um, but uh, I don't know. I just would like to see a little more love, you know, and Condras, forget it, man. You can't find nobody that does. I think Rico was the only ones that I can find that did uh, Contra videos, there's ones we, floating around here and there, but you never see no videos about chondras.
1: Yeah, and, and it's – we haven't seen – I was ta- I forget who I was talking to, but it was the um, – we haven't seen chondra breeders that, that much at all. Actually, no, I do. I was talking to uh, David Means this weekend when I saw him at uh, Habit Grace, and because he and I were talking about Tinley, and I said it would be awesome if you'd come out to Tinley. Um, when you're when you when you start breeding again and stuff like that, because he says that he would normally come out and have all his scrubs hanging out and like you know, uh, he's not sure if Tinley would be the right show and I I, I kind of like Tinley would be the only show I think you should go to with all your scrubs because that would just be amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And I told him, I'm like it would be great. It would be kind of like a breath breath of fresh air to see you set up with all the scrubs and all that stuff. And I'm like and I told him like because. I think there was only one guy with green trees at the last show that was like a serious breeder and he only had a pair. And I'm like, I'm like, I am kind of hoping to see some bigger name breeders of different stuff at these shows, especially Tinley park. So I, I am actively trying to recruit David for, uh, I guess we'll call him in carpet row or, you know, in Molina Alley. I don't know what do you want to do it. So it's
0: uh, <laughs> What do you want? From
1: nice.
0: Me? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah. I think uh I, I think that's uh definitely an opportunity there. That's uh you know, but there's not a lot of people really breeding scrubs successfully, but
1: uh No, but I but I meant by like you can't find videos on green trees and we can't even get a breeder to show up at one of the biggest shows in the country. So where the hell are you guys, Green Tree people? Oh.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I know that they've talked about this on GTP Keeper many times. And I think that probably the mm-hmm. consensus from what I can get at it is there's no need for them to go. You know, I think Bill's one of the only ones that I can think of that really has the idea in his head that uh, promoting the species is why you would go. But, um right you know, I guess I can't, it's very important. I, yeah. I guess I can't, I can't blame them to a certain extent because, you know, for one, uh, uh, contras are highly stressed or, you know what I mean? They can stress easy. True. Um, if you take them and you do that, you know, you run risk of running into trouble. Um, and not to mention the fact that, you know, if you take them, you always run the. I mean, I get. I would. I would never do it. Like say Hamburg or something like that. Because oh, number one, no. uh I don't think people would buy them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because then you'll run. Right. You'll you'll be even more frustrated because what'll happen is, you know, one of the flippers or jobbers or whatever will be selling them for, you know, two hundred fifty bucks, and yep, you're yep. going to sell captive Board and Bread for, you know, I don't know what, like five hundred maybe. I think that's exactly that's so reasonable.
1: On a level like that, you cannot compete. But if you're one of the guys who's, like, really big into contrast and you have some really great bloodlines, obviously I'm not saying bring hatchlings. But if right. you brought, like, a year, some yearlings or something like that, as well as maybe a few display animals that you know will be able to handle the stress, it's not going to be any more stressful than shipping across the United States. So I, I just don't understand it. And I think that would be the one show that you would see people who want to have the bigger, more satisfying, more um, rarer projects when it comes to green trees. They don't want just the red and yellow. They want the bloodlined animals. They want to see something like sickness sitting on a branch, and then you could buy his babies. Like that would be the one thing I would probably suggest. I mean, it. Tinley just seems to be the show that if it's kind of a little bit higher value, and it's a little bit rarer to find. And if it's there, people are all over it. Like, the the, the blackheads all went, like, crazy. Um, yeah. Lat, yeah. And, and that guy we spoke to who had the Condros, he was sold out by the end of the show. So, it just yeah. boggles my mind is what I guess I'm getting at.
0: So. I would say, I would say to a certain extent, it, it might be, and this is just a thought, and I'm just thinking out loud, but it might be a little mm-hmm. less stressful Um, if you're taking it to a show rather than shipping it, because I would imagine that if you're driving that animal across, you know, however far you're coming from to get to Tinley, um, I would think that, uh, you're going to be a little more careful about what's going on than say FedEx. Not that FedEx does a bad job, but I'm just saying like, you have that animal in your control because you're there and you know, you know what I mean. You can open it up and check it out, and you can take precautions to make sure that uh, everything's cool. I mean, when we travel, I mean, we travel what? What is it? Fifteen hours or whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Our animals are pretty solid by the time they get. You know. Yeah. I, I think uh, but, knock on wood, but we haven't had any issues. But.
1: Yeah, and if you travel, I mean, you could have the cooler. With the heat tape, with the computer system, the baby yeah. goes from its tub into a cup on a branch, and it sits in the cup. And then you drive it all the way out there, and then it sits on the get on the branch in the cup the entire time where you're at the show. And then either it goes home with its new family, or it comes home with you to where it goes from the cup back to on its branch in its cage. So, right. I mean, because nobody's be like, can I handle the baby green tree python? Because you can say no to those people, and yeah. I think you. Ought to, but again, I it could be done. Um, I will never do it because I won't breed green tree pythons. But somebody else should who um,
0: <laughs> never gonna breed green trees, huh? No no desire. Yeah. No. I'm done. I have to I have to call
1: Buddy sometime this week and talk to him about some stuff, but Yeah, no desire. My desire How, is full up on rough scaled,
0: so <laughs> how about that clutch buddy hatched out man did you see that yeah, um, yeah. had some some blaze babies in there um when it was that the lemon tree to uh yeah uh what was the uh remember i remember when we went down there and we checked it out i think that guy Vito is the guy that produced the uh I don't know which is which. I want to say the lemon tree was the male. And the yes. female um, was... Uh, Hampenstein. maybe like it was.
1: I'm trying to... I'm on this page right now trying to see your Facebook page.
0: It uh, was Vito's uh, Outcrossed uh, Slash manaquari Clutch. Um, ah. But I remember when we went down to Buddy's and I remember seeing that uh, lemon tree male... Yeah, it's a lemon tree male. Okay, yeah, I got it. Yeah. Uh, but holy shit, man, I love that look of those blaze babies. You know, uh, they're beautiful. Are, are I you, like the high yellow. guys man.
1: You, I I do too because it's like it, it, it it's a different thing. I mean, um, obviously, like I've said in numerous times, if it, if Condor stayed red, I'd have like four of them. But <laughs> it's just sometimes those yellows, and I'm talking like a lot of yellow really is very interesting and very cool looking. And in the reverse of that, of course, is an animal like, you know, uh, sickness that has like very little color. all. look at the little bastards. Aren't they yeah. adorable? Yeah, they were pretty cool. It's so weird. Because look, the two that are out right there, it's like they're yellow, but then like it gets very, very dark on the back of the head behind the eyes and a dark stripe pretty much almost all the way down the body. And then this little guy right here that's coming out of the egg doesn't seem to have the same coloration. So, obviously, they're yellows, all three of them, but these two seem different to me, and I like that. Of course, they're chondros, and next week they could be looking an entirely different way. So, reason number two, Owen doesn't want to be (laughs) chondros.
0: Yeah. One of the cool things, uh, I stumbled upon this today, and I didn't know that this was the case, but... uh, I'm going to throw it out there for all those people that that's uh,
1: such a pretty red
0: that want to be on the MVF. Um, yeah, I don't know if they've they've had this forever, and this is just something new that I stumbled upon. But that is on Tapitalk. Um, oh, so you can get it right from from Tapitalk. I wish MP would go to that man. I swear, if they, if they did that, because there's there's a little bit of uh well They had it there I, I just, before. Didn't yeah they? they did. Yeah, but they uh, for some reason when they did that upgrade it didn't switch over. Or it didn't work, yeah. Yeah. But uh the MVF other is than on you there. Over there? <laughs> yes, there is actually. It's me, okay. Cross, right. Josh Easter, uh who else is? Riley's on there. Um Oh man, you know, damn it. I totally dissed uh Riley. Uh, I said there's no good carpet videos, but he does a pretty good YouTube. He's he's been doing a pretty decent job and and sharing some uh, Moralia love uh, on yeah. his YouTube page, Riley's so, Reptiles.
1: So Riley, you should write the hate mail and igno- and like direct it immediately <laughs> towards Eric. So yeah. it's like that's that's <laughs> this, like dear, don't do dear MPR. I didn't say shit. Yeah. You do dear, dear Mister Burke, on one. I am very yeah, I'm very upset right. with you. So. Fuck you. So um but I really like the lemon tree. Like I like the pictures you posted up. It's so cool. No Owen, no, getting rid of Condros. Anyway. Um
0: <laughs> moving on. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh yeah, I thought uh I thought that was uh that was pretty cool and uh I didn't see a whole lot of other stuff going on as far as condros go. But, um oh yeah, there was one What was I looking at today? I saw it on I saw it on Facebook real quick on the uh, Facebook group uh, MVF. Let me see if I can find it again. Uh, No, 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 no. No,
2: no. (laughs) Keep paging.
0: Yeah, there was. uh, Shit, I can't find it. well, if you we want
1: to go into other things uh, that we noticed yeah. on Facebook today, I noticed that yet again, and I have to say the word again, which is hilarious. There is a cobra loose in Florida. Yeah, what's the deal, man? Hold I don't on, let's
0: understand. go. Let's go to the venomous <laughs> expert and find out what he has to say. I think he's on the phone somewhere around here. Who's the uh...
1: venomous expert? Bring him on.
0: The viper keeper. No, 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 no! I no,
1: I retract my previous statement.
2: No, uh, yeah, well,
1: no, uh... no, goddamn it! Stop it! Just stop.
0: Anyway, these freaking knuckleheads down in Florida. No.
2: You don't keep your shit in a cage either.
0: Shut he puts off. it in a he puts it in a bird cage. He puts a king over oh, in a bird dude. cage.
1: Dude, that's, that, that, uh, guy like, that guy is one unlocked door away from being those
0: people, okay?
1: So, obviously, this is a permitted man. with The uh, guy whose covert this was has a venomous permit and is legal to own the animal, blah, 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 blah. And he did everything that he was supposed to do, which was he notified Fish and Wildlife that the animal was loose and uh, could not be found. They came over and did the sweep of the area, notified everybody in tech. Can you imagine getting a knock on the door and then being like, oh, yeah, that neighbor that you kind of know mm. down the street, his cobra's loose. So, like, <laughs> now, for me, I'd be like, oh, sweet, there's another sneaky burn down. But, like, any other human would just be like, what the oh, hell? God. And then I imagine some of them would spend the rest of their lives trying to get you out of the neighborhood. So, yeah. I, I, it, yeah, so, um, and they did the air local search of the area obviously the snake has not been found as of yet um it is a uh uh sufan cobra i believe um so uh i don't really know what that i think it's a monocle or type of one i don't know venomous so i'm sorry if i'm if you're screaming at your radio right now i can't hear you but um you want me to get the venomous uh, keeper back <laughs> no 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 <laughs> Oh, Okay, <laughs> I fell for that once. <laughs> okay, we're good. Yeah, but, but uh, so there's he will be at carpet fest. <laughs> I know, and he said every carpet fest, he said everything <laughs> we go to. Yeah, never, never goes pitch. away. Anyway, but he, he, um, <laughs> but. It, uh, uh, and obviously, this is something that we hope is resolved quickly, like all the other ones. And I, I know that, like, then we have the past two have been King Cobras, correct? Okay, yes. No, we had two King Cobras, and then we had a Monocle Cobra loose in Miami. So, it's like, so it's four Cobras in, like, the span of, like, what, a year? So, it's ridiculous.
2: This it, it has to
1: be, this is ridiculous. You're telling me that... You, you like and it's not that they get out of their cage they get out of the freaking
0: house so yeah i thought i thought if you're going to be a, a venomous keeper i thought one mm-hmm. of the first rules was is that you have to have a room that Secure is escape proof you know so if the mm-hmm. animal does get out of the cage because we've all made that mistake of i course. think though you know i i go back and forth at this cuz it sounds a little hypocritical But also, at the same time, I think that there's a higher level of responsibility that venomous keepers should have uh, simply because, you know, if some – yes, (laughs) yeah. I mean, if that gets out, it's not like if a ball python escapes. Yeah. Yeah, your neighbor might be scared. Uh, You know, if you have a retic that gets out, yeah, it might eat your dog. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, exactly. But it's not going to do the damage that, say, uh, a venomous snake could do. And you would think, or with the scrutiny that they're somebody. under, that yeah, they would be a little more responsible. But I guess just like with any community, you got these, you know, fucktards that just, <laughs> you know, what I mean. It's, like it just, I, wow, I know. Man. It's but. Uh, who who had
1: the really nice venomous room in Australia? Uh, Scott. Was Scott was it Scott? Yeah, Scott. Scott's room is like if anybody were to keep venomous, I would want them to be Scott, like and no other human on the planet because Scott's room is like secure and he's got all these other things and it's like airtight and the snake ain't getting out and blah 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 blah. So if you're going if you're serious about venomous, you need to be able to take it to that level in my opinion. If you can't you're just playing with fire. I mean, you can't keep a Cobra in a 32-quart rack and expect, or or let's say a vision cage or something like that, with no secondary locks in your basement that's completely open and not expect there to be problems. It's like you you have to take the animal seriously. And it's the same with, you know, people keeping tigers on, like, you know, their – Farm and blah 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 blah. It's like you gotta, you have to have the proper respect for the animal. You know, if my carpet gets loose and appears in my neighbor's place and bites him on the foot, he's gonna call me all pissed off and tell me to come get my goddamn snake. But that's it. I'm gonna have to buy him a case of beer so he starts talking to me again. But um, if if I have a cobra, or God forbid something more potent, like you know we're talk- we, we were talking king cobras earlier heaven forbid, a freaking mamba or a taipan you know, it, and those get loose and bite somebody, that's all in me. And you, you, you have to have that sense of responsibility, and you have to have that sense of level of respect. And I kind of don't feel it from a lot of the venomous keepers that I know and have seen. Do um, you remember when we were out in Chicago, in Tinley? Uh-huh, right. And it was the same weekend as the Hamburg show. And I started getting my phones that are blown up because during the Hamburg show, somebody pulled out a King Cobra, Cobra and was freehandling it during the show. Wow. On the table. Now, the thing was a venomoid, allegedly, but venomoid surgery, we know, isn't 100%. So, for you to have that nonchalant attitude about an animal that, in my opinion, commands so much respect, it's it, daunting to me. So... Please let him keep your yeah. shit inside.
0: No. <laughs> yeah, I would agree, man. It's just kind of silly that uh, you know, you know, and it, it sucks because there are people out there that are, uh, you know, very responsible in uh, in what they do. You know, it's just like with the big snakes, yeah. man. You know, you have some people that are stuff, yeah. just knuckleheads, and then you got other peoples that, uh, you know take it seriously and, uh, you know, want to keep being able to work with what they're working with. And, uh, that's why they, you know, try to be as responsible as they can. But, uh, I don't know. It's just crazy that, uh, that people can be so short sighted when it comes to that stuff. So, but
1: now in that situation, like, they, they did say that all his other animals were secure. So, obviously, okay. they came in and checked your shit and made sure everything's under lock locking key and you still have all the other Venice animals you're supposed to. Right. But are, are, are they, are they going to come, like, two days from now and take your shit? Like, I'd have to imagine that's got to be coming down the pike.
0: Yeah, I would think so. Isn't that kind of what they do in Philly? I mean... Well, uh, well, first off, well, first it's illegal. Yes, (laughs) that's number one. In the Philadelphia area,
1: (laughs) venomous as well as large constrictors and crocodilian are illegal. That may come as a surprise to you, the person in the row home that jackhammered the foundation to put in the gator pond. (laughs) There
0: are a few of them,
1: (laughs) dude. That. Was at, I was at Oaks, and this is one of the, like, I think it was, like, the last Oaks I ever vended, and they put uh-huh. a dog crate on the table next to me with a very large male alligator in it that was untaped. And people are, like, sticking their fingers. I'm like, there's going to get blood all over my goddamn displays. I'm going to be pissed. So, right. And here's this gator, and I'm talking to a guy who's so happy that he got this gator because they shoved bamboo poles through the cage and like lifted it up and we're walking it around. I'm like, what the hell is going on? So this guy's like, oh yeah, man, we got a row home on and, they, and I forget what avenue he said, but it was an avenue that you shouldn't really have alligators on. So like you want go. Um please God. So it was like a row home. He's like, we got the row home and in the basement, what we did is we took jackhammer and sledgehammers and we kinda you know, in the basement we we we, we broke it down and and knocked it all in, and then we poured a bunch of water in there, so I got a nice little pond. I'm like, you, you destroyed the foundation of your house. Wow. Okay? And then he's like, we got about three or four of them in there. I'm like, why? <laughs> it's like, wow. why? Three weeks later, Andrew and I were in Philly pulling gators out of the house because the dude got caught.
0: Wow. That's crazy. I know. Yeah. You know, well, I guess it must not have been illegal back when my dad did it because uh, they used to sell them in Martin's Aquarium. <laughs> I know they did. You remember I that? used to play with them.
1: <laughs> yeah. Dude, I think Martin's Aquarium was far enough outside of Philly they could be like, we don't know what people do with them after they buy them. Yeah. So, I mean, that, 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 that's that. I mean, like, that. you're, you're going into – you're no longer in uh, – you're in Montgomery County.
0: Yeah, it's
1: so town, right? Yeah. Exactly. It's town. So you're in Montgomery County, which is not, like, within the city limits of Philly, so you could easily sell them. So whether – it's the same thing as Hamburg. Like, dude, you know, obviously this gator, when it leaves, is going to a house in Philadelphia, but we don't know that. So right, kind of that thing. But, you know, for all I know, your dad was – because your dad was a cop, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, No one's arresting him for keeping a gator, okay? Your dad was fine.
0: So no. – there are a lot of other things going on. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, that's, uh, that was kind of strange that my dad, well, a lot of times my dad would find, I remember he found like boas and he found some ball pythons and garter snakes and,
1: like you know, people. You and just leave them in places or, you know, but I also guarantee you that there's every single police force in this, like, in, in all the cities. There's the one guy on the police force that's cool with reptiles. Therefore, he gets all the reptile calls.
0: So yeah, that was, his dad that was my dad. Like, <laughs> that was him. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's a snake reported. All right. And then we'll send yeah. your dad out. So.
0: Call Tom Burke. Get him out there. Yeah. And,
1: <laughs> and nobody wants to bring it home. So
0: your dad's just like, sure, I'll do it. And then he did. Yeah. So, I'll never forget, man. The time he did, he brought home, um, he brought home a red-tailed boa. And at the time, that was mm. like super exotic. You know what I mean? Like that was like <laughs> because it was strange back then. I don't ever like uh, every boa that I've seen either at a pet shop or whatever was just like a regular boa, not red, not red tail. Right. And you know, you, you would look in. I remember looking in that book, uh, Pythons and Boas. I think it's a, a Stafford uh, book. And you would you would I would flip open the page, and there was this bow constrictor with this red tail and i was like holy shit and uh my dad comes home and he's like it was late at night and he's like eric you, wait do you see what i got and i'm like what 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 he's like oh, i have a red tail boa and i was like what i'm freaking out and i'm like opening up the, the the box that it's in and i couldn't believe it it was so big man it was like it was huge it had to be easy God, it had to be at least ten feet, man. I don't know what they were feeding this thing, but Jeez. holy shit, it was big. You know, because I always thought—I don't know—I always just had this impression, especially when I was a kid, that boas stayed small and pythons got big. Not with this one, <laughs> and they get pretty big. They get and they're—they're they're oh, like solid are, muscle, like dude. girls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Holy shit, are they yeah. solid muscle? You know, but uh. Yeah. Uh, The joys of childhood when you're a reptile. I know. Especially when you're
1: small and. When your dad's into it, you know? Oh, well, that never happened over here.
0: (laughs) Damn it, Jim. Damn it, Jim. Up your game, sir. (laughs) Yeah,
1: okay. Right. But. uh, Well, Jim does like watching the lizards run around, but, you know, the snakes and him don't get along. So,
0: yeah, uh, <laughs> you don't get along with them. <laughs> no. <Nah. Yeah. laughs> Let's see. Well, I got uh, a little piece of carpet python news. I don't know if you saw that, but did you see that caramel exanic granite that Paul updated? You see that? What? Did you catch that? You didn't
1: Paul? see it? <laughs> I might have, but I might have been like, yeah, and slide right by. I mean, I don't know.
0: Because so, uh, it was an organic. IJ? It was part IJ? You skip it? Uh, no one gives a shit. No one yeah. gets <laughs> No one. I disagree with you, sir. Uh, there it is.
1: The Caramel exanic Granite. Yes. It's very dark.
0: Well, it's basically it's like, a like ghost. silvery kind of. Yeah. I guess you would call it a ghost hmm. granite? Like well,
1: yeah, uh, it, like the poor man's ghost, you know.
0: But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was cool. What? How old is this thing? About a year? I think so. Looks it. Yeah.
1: The color's so, going to come in on the sides a lot. That thing's going to be killer looking.
0: Have if we only decided, it wasn't an IJ. What? Have we, have we decided what is a... Like that we call this a ghost or do we call it a exanic?
1: The problem is, is that we're going to call them ghosts because we want to have that quick little one word. This is what it is. Right. The problem with that is, and there's nothing wrong with it. The problem is, is that when the true hypos show up and are started to mix in, what do we call those?
0: Uh, I, I get that's why I brought up the question. I would agree with you. Exactly.
1: So, like, Rather than having the problem of calling them true ghosts or something stupid further down the road, it, it, I was going to try to keep it, because I'm actually working at the project, I was going to try to keep it as Carmel Xanax. and It's hard I would agree. to do that. I would agree. It, 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 exactly, but it's hard to do that because everybody else is calling them ghosts. I'm over here going caramel exanix. And people are like, You mean a ghost? I'm like, Kinda. So, you know, that's just my conscious effort. I don't see a problem using the term ghost. And I don't see uh, any kind of flack coming from it. Just don't be uh, surprised. It's almost like how, you know, everybody was running around when the first albinos hit and they're all like, albino, albino, albino. And then a few years later, when the pure Darwin showed up, they had to specify that this is a pure Darwin albino and this is a mixed albino. So it's not, there's nothing wrong with it. Just be prepared that when something like the true hypos are starting to be mixed in, you're going to have to specify uh, what is what. So right. uh, rather than having to relearn or respecify or have somebody buy a, go- a ghost "Quote unquote" would from me an ex, a caramel exanic and then come back to me a few years from now and be like, "I wanted a ghost, and you sold me a caramel exanic What the hell, dude? Um, I'll, I'm just going to stick to caramel
0: exanik." So. Oh, yeah, I would. I, I I kind of agree. I think I think I think the tendency is probably to say ghost because it's it's flashier. You know what I mean? Same with glow. It it's, it's like. Ooh, this is we should name it. Ooh, this is a Sun glow.
1: So somebody think of something to call the caramel Exantic that's cool. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I'm kind of a fan of calling it what it is. You know, you get into some of these like uh, you know ball python Mm -hmm. things. Some of them are just goofy, man. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like uh, (laughs) you don't want to you don't want
1: a candino soul sucker peacock stormtrooper.
0: You were so good too. You said peacock, man. I was Damn proud it. of you. <laughs> you <lost> it. <laughs> I don't care. It's probably true. It uh, probably
1: is one, or will be.
0: I know. I know. Uh, here's another thing. I know this is kind of crazy because it's a ball mm. python. But did you see that red ball python? Uh,
1: no, you know I didn't.
0: Come on, man. <laughs>
1: I'm I don't even have know why you're post it.
0: I'm gonna have to post <laughs> it in the chat. Don't you I'm put putting it in, in the chat. Dude,
1: it's
0: like. I remember VPI, I think it was Dave, was talking about how you would never see red in a ball python because it's just it not how they work. But tell me like that doesn't look like it. Blood. Yes. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Especially the striper on the eye. That's weird. Isn't that crazy if, that that just popped If we're talking
1: and, about albinos. um, uh, throw in those pictures that Matt sent us The albino gaboon
0: Uh yeah Uh let me see I've Where never wanted at? gaboons Until this week <laughs> so, <laughs> so you dig them You like them
1: I, Well first off dude gaboons themselves Have this crazy ass pattern And if you have ever seen like a, a, a The shed Of a gaboon They keep that pattern Like it, it you know, you can kind of see a pattern in some of the sheds that you get from your carpets or some other things like that. Right. With the- with a gaboon, it, it's it's all right there. It's like boom, and I find that awesome. But having the baby gaboons, and especially the albino, I can kind of dig it. They look cool, and I'm I and I wish and I am wanting to see them progress. Uh, I'm kind of hopeful for what they could, especially that second picture, it seems like there's a lot of potential for some crazy-ass and patterns in there. That's awesome. But then I hear about the two-inch-long fangs and the highly potent <laughs> venom that makes you bleed out yeah. your eyeballs. And I'm like, you know what? I can watch these things from afar.
0: So it's they're cool looking. Whew, yeah. I have a little bit of experience with them. My dad had them. Um
1: Yeah, we, we had him at the zoo. But we had a venomous. Uh, and he was uh, way too fat to even try anything. So
0: they're probably my favorite those in Russell Vipers are probably my favorite um look as far as um venomous go, you know. I, I just really yeah. dig the way they look. I love the the colors, uh especially when you see like a nice adult. I think the The Philadelphia Zoo has one, and I'm always just staring at that when I go in there. Um,
1: The Philly Zoo has that one with – it's the gaboon, and then it's the rhino, which like a rhino viper is also up there on my list of really cool-looking venomous. Yeah.
0: They're pretty cool too. I would agree. Um, But
1: uh, (laughs) Banana majestic potion is the stupidest (laughs) – Mystic. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mystic. Uh, Banana Mystic the po-
1: Potion? What the, the dumbest names ever.
0: All the royal people around the world are getting their pitchforks ready guy. for a you, dude. <laughs> the-
1: then I will give you my
0: address and you show uh, up at my house.
1: Yeah, that's God funny. damn it. I don't give a
0: All shit. Right. <laughs> I got a question. So Go I saw it. this Eric Hernandez. You know who he is, right? I do. We breed some awesome coastals, right? So, over in the coastal mm-hmm. group, he posted up that he was asking about if anybody had seen uh, caramels or reds with a pinkish tongue. And I know you deal a lot with caramels, so I was curious. I do. Have you seen that? No. No. Huh.
1: Because I haven't been looking for it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I haven't been looking for it. To be honest with you, it's like. They flick their tongues, and I haven't really been noticing the color. I've just been like, eat your damn food and get the hell out. So, um, <laughs> there's, I will monitor it closer now, I guess, and I'll see. But, um, it is something that is kind of neat to pick up on. Um, but I, I, I unfortunately, I wish I could say, but I have
0: not noticed a pink tongue. I haven't either yeah, in anything so. that I have either. Um, Regular across but I think, I and, think I have, I have and I have some adult caramels, so like that's
1: kind of like wouldn't one day you like your adult caramel would be like mint, and you'd be like, "What the shit?" So I don't know. So
0: let me see. Any? I'll, I'll we, last over.
1: But are we digging for a? Because that's a that's that's a that's a in my opinion a potential super caramel jag that he's flashing up right there. So I think that's are a red. That's a red. red. Yeah. Damn. Well, I suck. Nobody buy my shit. Anyway, um, the problem here is like, are we trying to find this as like a marker or something?
0: No. Or the it's difference just between the two? I think it's just something that he observed, and he was just curious as if anybody else has ever seen it. Um, hmm. I don't nah. well, I've the never noticed of the it. Mouth,
1: the colors of their mouth and their tongue is very a lot just between animals.
0: I mean, I don't know. It's a beautiful animal. There's like almost it no is. black on it at all. Holy shit, man. It he makes gorgeous. some nice, some nice stuff when it comes to that. But, uh, <clears throat> see, like to me, this is mm. where the caramel gene for me, I like that look, you know, cause yes. I know you have, you have some super caramel Jags that kind of have the same type of color scheme and look and going on.
1: Yeah, I got I like I got that. that.
0: I'm raising up like that. Yeah. But the regular caramel stuff, I don't know, man. Yeah, It can be kind of.
1: That's the problem is that a regular caramel gets like trumped by a really nice red, in my opinion, and it's it is a it's a hard trumping and a savage beating. But then it's like <laughs> looking at some of the looking at some of the super caramels. Again, there are good super caramels, and they are not. There are, you know, not so good super caramels. Same thing with reds. Um, right. So that, that is an awesome red jag. And it really is kind of on the level of some really nice super caramel jags. You know, but, like, I have a super caramel jag girl that I held back. And she, in the past year, just got tipped out all over her freaking body. And it really disappointed me because her sister is so freaking clean so uh I was it, it it can go either way in my opinion. But uh I uh I kind of see the overlap is what I'm trying to say. Is that there is the overlap there where Reds and Caramels kind of can almost edge each other out and there are great examples of
0: both. So Maybe maybe that is I'm reading his post now and I'm thinking, did he say he doesn't really say whether or not that's uh yeah, that's no, a super that's caramel, a, no. you just oh. dude. He's it's about got
1: to, It's supposed to be a fight on here anyway.
0: No, he's that's an MBB Red Jag, so he's oh well, Jesus Christ, he's so got one up, up for a, sale. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna throw it over there just so people can see, you know how how freaking sweet that is. That's a nice. It's only 350 bucks if you're looking for Whoa. a nice. Uh,
1: what the
0: good. hell? Yeah, if anybody's looking uh, for a nice uh red jag, any... Jesus Christ. No,
1: nobody look at this. <laughs> nobody look at this till Friday when I can look at my freaking bank account. Jesus. Yeah, that is a nice. good looking one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I like the red stuff. I think it's uh With it's got some some good potential.
1: Lineage, are you effing kidding me? Jesus yeah, how sweet Christ. is that? Oh, well, geez, this thing has a double dose of MBB.
0: Yeah, so does that make it like super now? You know what I mean? Is it like I don't uh, know. Well, because it... we
1: got the founder, we got the founder, Jag, blah, 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 all the way to Benjamin and Madam Blueberry. And that's what right. produced its grandparents on the father's side. And then we have MBB and Benjamin that produced uh Howard's Sierra which produced the grandfather on the mother's side. So it's like Jesus Christ. So that's awesome. Yeah. Sierra is actually Aurora's um my Aurora's sister. We ended up getting them both at the same time. We ended up dying at around the same time too.
0: So Oh no. Um, <laughs> I know. No right? no no. Shitty.
1: Yeah. Um but it's like, but that's just funny. That's just awesome. Damn, I might be all over this. What is this? A girl? <gasps> Damn, it, it's a girl. All right. all right, We need to move on quickly.
0: We need to move on. All right, moving along. Move I screwed on. up again. I want to make sure I said at the beginning that there's not a lot of people out there making videos about carpets. But uh, I have to give a shout out um, to uh, uh, Dave Palumbo from Muscle Serpents University. He does. Uh, he does a YouTube. Uh, well, he has carpets on there every once in a while. Uh, but last last mm. video he did, he had his albino olives. Dude, they're nice. Ooh. <laughs> they are nice snakes, man. Well,
1: I I I picked up a a boy, a male olive at the right? last Hamburg show. Uh mm-hmm. It's a, it it hates me. It is the meanest thing. Like really, so. And I actually moved the olives into their brand-new cage today. Um, so for the past three days, the younger, newer male olive has been living in the cage, um, kind of just cruising. Like, this cage is way too big for him. I and mean, he's just, like, cruising around, going back and forth. And then I put the, uh, my, my larger pair in there, and the, my big male olive, he's cruising around trying to find this guy because he can smell him everywhere. So, But the new one I have is a total jerk. I'm like, God damn, I'll replace you with an albino, I swear to God. So (laughs) albino olives are are one of those animals that they're really cool in pictures. And then when you see them in person, they're even cooler because it's not like the white on them is not like albino carpet white. It's like an ivory kind of like off white, like cream color. It's really cool looking. And really distinctive to them, and make them look awesome. So, if you're going to get olives, I would definitely say albinos are awesome.
0: Yeah, I just shared his video over in the. Uh, you see it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's a nice snake. Now I have hats, but it's long ways away before I produce that. But that that's that's seven a pretty years, cool snake. I think Probably it's seven years for <laughs> Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'll start saving sheds from my mails for you. So
0: Yeah. But uh yeah. check it out. Watch it. You have some Boa stuff on there. And of course, you know, he does some ball python stuff and whatnot, but uh every once in a while you'll see some carpets on there. And uh pretty cool. uh, uh what else do I got? Let's see. How's your uh breeding season shaping up?
1: Well, I was hoping to see one female I have a tiger female that's uh about ready to drop, and then I have my big coastal females ready to go, so I have a few females ready and I was kind of hoping to see one or two um or all of them maybe go during this big snowstorm, and I was surprised when like not nobody did anything, which I know I'm saying that, and for all I know, I could wake up tomorrow the clutches everywhere. But uh, normally, you kind of bank on the big snowstorm. So, uh, kind of hoping that that happens soon. But also, a lot of my animals are fully warmed up. Um, and now we're just kind of waiting for to see how uh, any of those late, late pairs go and stuff like that. And we offered some food to some of the animals that were down for winter and everybody ate. So, you know, we're... We're kind of still doing the thing, but we're kind of closing it down towards the end of it. Uh, the bread lie, of course, are now warmed up and together. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Um, okay. I did cool. uh, I did put the – because I, I, I totally got the new olive cages ready to go, and I have two of them that are pretty big. And okay. I didn't want to separate the olive pythons yet, so they took up one cage. And then I moved my adult parrot gold phase white lip into the second big olive cage. Okay. And I kind of decided that for breeding seasons from now on, that's what we're going to do because I was able to provide the white lips with a big water bin that they could get into that I okay. couldn't give them in the four foot cage. And it's like both of them were just in there for hours. And I'm like, okay, clearly they really, really like this. And maybe that could be, something that would maybe want to trigger them to breed if I offer it to them when we do breeding season and breeding season alone because it's like a little bit increasing humidity because now they got a big pool. So we'll see how it goes. Um okay. but I, I I like doing that for those guys.
0: So cool. Um that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. this is we- this is a weird it feels weird this year. It's <laughs> not breeding. It's kind of like, you know, I don't know. It's kind of well, like you still have you know, babies, right?
1: Animals. That, I mean, like, it's not just going to be me and Matt at Tinlink.
0: Oh yeah, I still have babies. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Which, uh, so, well, I can talk a little bit about that. The citrus tigers yeah. uh, that are albino, they're they're really coming along very nice. Um.
1: Uh. Yeah. They the one I got from you just shed and it was.
0: I'm like, oh, hello. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. If I don't sell them at Tinley, then you know it's like, then you know, I mean, it's just they're just. It's hard to sell them when they were at that age, but now all that contrast is coming in, and the, oh, God, the yeah. lavenders and the, you know, the dark and the the yellow and the you know all that kind of stuff, which I think again, you know, ultimately I'm hoping that uh, it it proves out to produce some really uh high contrast uh tiger albinos if you will striped albinos um which uh is a is a particular project that I have been after for quite a long time so hopefully next year I'll have uh animals up to size and I'll uh, be able to produce uh you know some really killer uh, some really killer stuff, as far as uh albino tigers go, you know um
1: well, what I like about your hats is that the not only is the color that kind of comes in in the uh like the lavenders and the you know the citrus colors the oranges and yellows, but the black is very very dark and it's very very clean there's yeah. like very little crossover, no tipping anything like that, so the animal itself looks like it's like just a puddle of contrast where you go from these deep dark blacks to this bright yellow, to some orange, some other citrusy colors. It's just a very cool animal. And I'm seeing that in a baby that is like really, really teeny tiny. And I don't uh-huh. see that in a lot of my other guys until we're getting close to a year old. So unless I think it's a yeah. year old and you didn't tell me that, um, but it's eh, not quite. Damn it. All right. Well, War food. Well, it's. <laughs>
0: oh, well, if, I mean, you figure what? They probably hatched out in, what, July? July. July or, yeah. Oh, yeah so. so, by
1: August this year, the thing's going to be probably blowing my freaking mind. So.
0: <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And um, the other one that kind of disappointed me when they hatched was the um, albino to ocelot jag clutch that I did. Um, because when it came out, I really didn't have a whole lot of anything that told me uh, that it was anything ocelot-y or anything like that. So just to right. clarify, my ocelot jag came from Paul Harris. So I think mm-hmm. the two people that are really uh, working with ocelot gene, uh, I should say three people because three people come to mind to me. Um, Go for f- it. First, The first two... Obviously, my curtain is probably the one mm-hmm. that has worked most with the Gene trying to, uh, you know, isolate it away from the jag, and I think he, you know, he's done that uh, pretty consistently now at this point. Yeah, um, it's it's like one of those things, though. Uh, you know, and Paul Paul has uh, has done it. Um, he's pretty consistently produced ocelot jags. Um, I know he's did some Ocelot Caramel Jag stuff, um, but uh, I think he said in a post that I read that he hasn't really worked the project as much as, say, like somebody like Mike. And then the only other person that I think of that is possibly a different line, uh, I don't know. I'd have to talk to Bill about this again, but Bill Stiegel, he did that Ocelot Zebra Jag, which is just freaking off the chart yeah. phenomenal. You know? Yeah. I mean, that – That snake is insane, Um, which I think is breeding this year uh, for him. Uh, I can't remember if that's male or female. I'm pretty sure it's a male, but I'm not 100%. And I think he's throwing that with a zebra, which, if I'm not mistaken. But, man, that animal is just killer. So those are the three people that, to me, that, that sort of stand out. Now, I think it was said that, you know, Mike and Paul and, I think Nick was probably involved, and he sort of uh, traced it back to think that maybe Mike and and Paul's animals are possibly from the same lineage. Not Mm -hmm. 100 percent, and they'll never know for sure. But um, anyway, that's what I'm working with. I'm working with stock from Paul. So I bred with an albino. I was kind of – like I said, disappointed when it hatched out, but I'm telling you, the more and more they shed, I mean you have one, so I don't know um like what yours is looking like, but uh I can't get
1: close enough to her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are a bit nippy, man. But uh, I'll, the jags I'll let you know when she chills. <laughs> yeah. The jags are very clean. Um Yes. Uh I, I don't know if that's just the jungle in it that's that cleaned it up. But I... uh I don't think
1: so because I've seen – where she's at, the little girl that I have, is uh, she's kind of like an off-white right now with a uh-huh. color, which in I've seen it in Baby Jacks before, which means that probably in the next month or two, I'm going to open that bin and she's going to floor me because that's usually how it goes. I'm like, oh, you're kinda like kind of like this palish kind of – you can really, really see the contrast between uh, her saddles and the dark spots and her light spots. And then one day, all of a sudden, the yellow just comes in, and it's going to be pretty intense. So I am looking forward to seeing how that goes. Um, so I, I imagine that uh, it will, like I said, it will come in in the next couple of months. So that's where she's at right now. And like I said, they're very clean um, and uh I imagine they're going to be very, very bright on the sides just because that's where I think it's going to go. But I'm excited. I like her,
0: even though she's evil. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. That. Uh, the, so, yeah, and the Sibs, I, I, I don't know what else to call them except that, but like the normal. Ooh, you tough, said uh, the Sib word. <laughs> the S word.
1: Damn S you, word. Don't L. say the S <laughs>
0: word. Uh, I think uh, – I think they're—I uh, uh, don't know—they're starting to get all these crazy, crazy patterns and stuff, which is which yeah. is pretty awesome. So I'm pretty excited about that. Well, you remember—well, you remember how, how
1: uh, Mike has the ocelots? They have the little—they oscillate inside their saddles, but then also his have this weird kind of like almost like diamond-raked pattern near their necks. Um, that a lot of the yeah. ocelots have down there. Now, if, if P if, if, if anybody who's listening is, uh, Jones in for major ocelot stuff and you are in the United States, you know, do it right. Call Mike Curtin. He's a very lovely person and he will gladly sell you one of his ocelots. And he has many. So I see them every White Plane show and they keep getting better. So, um, do it. Just go ahead and do it. Is what I would say. But uh, they're gorgeous animals.
0: Yeah, I think the main thing when you're look like a lot of people are calling. I think this was sort of the discussion that was going on was like anything mm-hmm. that has like that ocelot. You know, like you're saying, the hole inside the saddle type of deal. Yes. That that you know that that's an ocelot, and I think it it's a little confusing for people uh, yes. that are getting into it because you know, if you're calling that ocelot and then there's this actual ocelot gene, now it's, again, we're just, it just, it's like, it makes it very confusing to people, so it's sort of like tiger and striped. They may be the same thing. I was going to say that. But, you know, tigers from a specific lineage and striped coastals are, you know, just, you know, the same thing, and, you know, people just getting into carpets, you know, just really confuse them. Um, But, uh you know, that neck and the pixelated lateral pattern are the main indicators mm-hmm. that um with ocelot, like the neck pattern for sure. Um it also has that um I call it peppering, but uh I don't know. uh what's his name had uh I guess that's what he's calling the pixelation, but um that goes around the animal. Um Right. So yeah, it's but- uh
1: so, so now when it, when we go back to that, obviously we won't call. We don't call. It's not a tiger unless you can trace it back to Balin, in people's opinions, so in in mine including. Uh, if you can't take it all the way back to Balin, it's not a tiger. So right now, when it comes to ocelot, if you can't trace it back to say. Paul's animals, which we believe came from the same place that Curtin's animals came from, can you call it an ocelot?
0: I say no, but...
1: M- me too. I say no as well. If you can't trace it back, it's not an ocelot, because how much of an asshole are you going to be if you try to sell somebody uh, an ocelot just because it has a one funky saddle with a dot in the middle of it, just a normal jag?
0: Yeah. I'm putting up some pictures, uh There it is. That, all
1: that all that peppering on the side right there.
0: Yeah. Um, there's some that are lower expression, but uh mm-hmm. this will kinda of give you an idea of uh you know what people you know, there's also those crazy ones that were in Canada that uh Jeff uh Jeff what's his last name? uh Filet uh Fablo. I know what you're talking about, but I I'm not even gonna help you. It's the guy that I don't want it. Yeah. He's the he's the guy that uh the Gamma jags came that, from that line. That's his hot slot.
1: But that's a did didn't didn't he take a picture of that thing when it got older and it wasn't as
0: No, that's still young hmm. that that thing.
1: Yeah. I don't know, but like didn't he take a picture of it as it when it was older and it had not turned into something that impressive? Um,
0: I don't think so I do so. not remember I, I don't know
1: I, I I Sometimes that happens to be honest with you Where people post up these gorgeous babies And then a, their two year old photos are like Oh alright well I mean that happens So I don't remember Don't recall If you are listening and you have updated photos Please God prove me wrong So um, But it's one of those things And also, going back real quick to like what you said, um, mm-hmm. calling the non ocelot siblings. Do you feel that with a clutch that is of a mixed variety or mixed blood, that the word sibling is okay?
0: Um, I I guess I I mean I I don't know I do and
1: I I'll, I'll, I do and I'll tell you why. Okay, if I breed. If I breed a pure jungle zebra to a pure jungle and I get zebras and siblings, why don't I just call the babies jungles?
0: Well, I think but you should call if, them
1: jungles. Exactly. Because that's what they are. Right. Exactly. Same thing goes with jag and coastal. But if I'm breeding like a diamond zebra to a jungle jag, I have the things that I was searching for and then I have these mutts and it'd be almost better just to call them siblings cuz now I know that they're from a non-pure clutch. I
0: think I think at this point that might be something it's, that um might be not a you know I think the the problem is is that sometimes when you say when when people talked about sibs they were saying that it's something more than like for instance, you remember when the Jag thing was going on Jag and they Fibs. were like these are Jag sibs You know, I think the debate was Give me an extra there's, fifty dollars for it, yeah. Yeah, huh. I mean if you're trying to turn it into, you know, some kinda money thing, it's just really a coastal, you know, and if you bred a yeah. zebra with with a jungle and you get zebras and you get jungles, you don't get jungle sibs. Or zebra sydney. Right. So, right. but in this case, um, I don't know. I don't know what to call, it. you know. I, that, that's like, that's one of the, the hard things for me personally when it comes to working with these morph projects and stuff. It's like what, what, you know, if you're the first one to produce this, you can call it anything you want. But at the same time, it's like you, you don't want to I, – I go through this with the Citrus Tiger, right? I go right. back and forth on whether I should call it a citrus tiger or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's yeah. from the tiger lineage, uh, you know, and I've told people a thousand times, I don't, I would, if you're looking for something, well, first of all, if you're looking for head albino stuff, it's not going to be pure coastal, no matter what lineage you're working <laughs> with. You know what I mean? Cause you're, you're mixing dog. in the Darwin in there. You, you know, some people the don't, Darwin. right. Some people don't yeah. understand that, but, um, at the end of the day, I would not tell you that what uh, a citrus tiger is pure coastal. I just, uh, it's just to me, I wouldn't say that, you know, is it possible? Yeah, I guess it's possible, but I, I'm, I am not a hundred percent confident and there would be no way that you can prove it. And the, the information that I have suggests that it's not, however, that being said, uh, do you call it a citrus tiger or do I call them tigers? Now the reason I think sometimes people get mad because they think like citrus tiger is like the citrus is some magic gene and I don't look at it that way. But what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to make sure that I'm separating it from say a regular tiger. Cause I don't want somebody <clears throat> to come up and buy it and be like, Oh, this is a tiger and they're buying it and then think, feel like they've been misled. Does that make sense? You know? Yeah, so I agree. Yeah. I I struggle with whether or not to call them citrus tigers or not. I'm hoping I get to the point where I'm going to make it, you know, its own line. So, like, my pure tiger well, stock that I'm working is, with. I what? think
1: you have to. I think you have to call them citrus tiger because we go back and there's that one animal that is like a we don't know question mark. Right. And could be jungle, could be co- – I think you have to call them citrus tiger to bring attention to the fact that the lineage is not pure coastal. If you were just to just call them tiger head albino, and I don't care, and, and I, I've gotten into this thing over the past, uh, over the past couple weeks, I've kind of run into a few customers that have taken uh, descriptions of animals I've sold them either out of context or completely wrong. And, like they didn't uh, understand it or something, right? Exactly. So it's almost like I, I want to, Start doing it to the point where you have no goddamn excuse you know it, it it's like it's a citrus tiger head albino and then they, if they make the mistake of going pure coastal everybody else will be like oh oh no 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 it's not and be able to fire back because you said the words citrus tiger you know and that and that would be something which is why when we were talking earlier about ghost versus Xana caramel that's why I'm going with Xana caramel because there is no room for Or somebody taking what I've said and regurgitating it as wrong. So, right.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know, man. That's a, that's a, that's one that I go back and forth with all the time, but that's, you know, if people ever wonder if I think that like, so my feeling with it is, is that, you know, citrus tigers are something that were selectively bred for this specific look. You know, you can debate at the end of the day on whether that's genetic or not. I mean, I believe sure it not. is yeah. genetic because yeah. it's reproducible, but I don't believe that it's anything more than maybe selective breeding. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that was yeah. – I think yeah, I, do. I think when we had Travis on here, that was the question that I posed to him, and, and I don't know. I, I have to listen back to that show because my question was – you know, a lot of people were giving giving Will Bird a hard time because they were saying that, uh, you know, he's saying that there's a magic gene and all this kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, if it's if it if it's reproducible, then I don't know. I mean, you can well, clearly see in some of the offspring where some of the offspring are brighter and yeah. they have better contrast and they have a specific look as opposed to others, which do not. So what would you call that?
1: I would say it's a reproducible gene, but also Wilbur did not do himself any favors because he's from the different group. He's from the same group of breeders like Caponetto and people like that where, Oh my God, it came out different. I'm going to give it a name. I'm going to charge more for its babies. And then we're going to see if it's reproducible. Oh, it wasn't delete all knowledge of it.
0: So Yeah, I think I think that's uh that's something again, that's another thing I struggle with with even if I were to sell any of Poison Ivy's babies, which I wouldn't, but even never if I happen, would, gonna people. Yeah. Even if so, I well, would like do I do I call this something? Do I not call it something? You know what I mean? Like I don't think well, you can really call it something until you I prove don't think it you out. Can. However, you want to set it apart from, normal like, something. You know what I mean? Right. Does that
1: make sense? Yeah. But you, and it does make sense. But in your special case, if you were to announce today on air that you're going to release some of the Poison Ivy Babies, I know the people that they'd be going to. And I know the people that they would be going to know the risk. Of it and are willing to pay to see if it pans out. So that's like what, Nick?
0: Yeah, right. Guys like that that yeah. you know, yeah. they would understand. They
1: would see how it goes and they would understand that. But you know, it, it's I imagine it would be difficult because first off, where do you price these things? You know, if I don't you know. have a brand new morph. What what do you do? Ten grand a baby? No.
2: <laughs> and then, it,
1: it, it, no, of course not. Go off. If you, if you were to throw that on a tiny little worm that you just hatch out without it being produced, I mean, what was it? Will was having trouble trying to sell that jungle project where if it had turned out to be a brand new morph, it's totally worth those three adult animals that are all of this morph's project. Of course it is. The first zebras didn't, that went for that same exact kind of deal. But because the work wasn't, Put in yet, and because the morph wasn't, you weren't able to present all the information as it being a uh breedable morph or genetic morph or proof how it's inherited, nobody wants to pay that because it's a huge risk. So, I don't know, I yeah, don't envy you.
0: I agree. I think, uh, I think the one thing though that uh, I see a lot. Uh, if I would have had the cash and would have had that disposable income, yeah, I think I would have I would have pulled the trigger on that red thing, just because I don't know. You know, I, I I guess you'll never be able to prove was it proven that it was a pure jungle or not. I but to me I don't know. Yeah. I, oh, I mean, well, I mean, I, I thought
1: that the baby.
0: Bail and produced, produced it right.
1: Yeah, Balin produces. It's pure jungle. The, ba- the, the founder animal was a female that Balin produced, because I saw this thing in person. I almost bought it. I walked away, and Wilbert bought it. So, And the animal went from a red baby to a yellow and black adult, which is, we were like, okay, shit happens, you know. It looked funky, but it turned out to be normal, to which right. Will said through the breedings, he got some really funky looking jungles. So... In my opinion, it could totally be genetic, but he didn't do the thing of like crossing it back to one of its babies or all this other stuff, So, or at least I don't think he did. I don't remember exactly what everyone's major complaint with it was, but it well, he was one of those, or they he never, he never it bred him. it to a completely unrelated animal or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess the, the people's main gripe was that they didn't necessarily that he didn't necessarily put the work into the project to sit there and you know say that it's a it's a proven uh, a thing. But clearly, there's something going on because the yeah. animals that he had that they're pretty much close to adulthood and and they look kind of wild. So like to me I would look at that and I would say okay well I I can't necessarily take this in the direction of saying that this is something that's jungle although just in case some information ever did come into my hands like later down the the line what I would do in managing that project is I would take it in two different directions one I would keep it with jungles I would never sell the babies as pure jungle but Here's the thing I don't understand, like why he got such a hard time about it. Number one, there's a lot of jungle people breeders out there that do produce animals that do have an undocumented animal in the lineage. And nobody yes. says boo, right? And the other right. thing is, it's like with red coastals, I mean, when they were first being produced, uh, the thing was is that they kind of that why people were poo poo on that gene in particular is that. When they became adults, uh, look, they turned into like a normal or a pretty coastal. You know what I mean? They didn't yeah. have that red anymore. So it was kind of like, well, we know that that's the case with them. Why is it so far fetched to believe that, you know, this is somehow related? Or maybe it has that coastal blood in it. Who knows? I, I don't know. I can't say one way or the other, but well, it still or would or be pretty be- cool to experiment with.
1: Exactly, or, or is it a jungle, or is it the same gene that just popped up in a pure jungle line? That's sure, I okay. But what also is that I never understood is why people were going absolutely apeshit over uh, a, a brand new project that everyone that he was trying to say was um, inheritable as a recessive um, with a super form. I forget how he put it, but it, everyone was bitching him because he had only bred it to animals of the same line, with like one animal I think was out of the line or something like that. So, it, it was people were like, you didn't do your dil- due diligence. It's like, everybody kind of forgot how Tiger arrived on the scene. It was a recessive animal, and the only proof everybody had from it is everybody breeding Tigers to Tigers. And everyone was shocked when they bred a Tiger to a normal and they didn't get stripes, And they were like, oh, shit. So, I don't know if people are freaking out because they totally forgot that Tiger was out there and was disproven immediately than what it was advertised and People spent a lot of money on Tigers, or people are remembering Tigers and they don't want to jump into this knowing that this could kind of be a clusterfuck later down the road. So, right, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't think anybody like Will would have the would want to lie or mislead anybody like that. So uh, I think he just was throwing out what he had on the table and seeing who bit. And I think the project itself, if, if the jungle was produced by Balin, which it was, the founder female, which right. was available for sale from Robert, even if you wanted to just get, take the project to get her and then take it into a pure jungle, you could redo the project. Take her, read it to a pure jungle with lineage and see what happens. What I think is that people kind of wanted to do that, but didn't want to spend the amount of money that was being asked for to do it.
0: So yeah, I, it's like I, they want Ripper
1: to do all the work.
0: Yeah, I, I thought the price that he did have on it was uh, <laughs> was a little uh, a little steep. It was a little high, but yeah.
1: imagine if it was proven out. Pure Jungle knew more with super forms that you have. The only well, one. Well, pe- pe- people
0: would have lost their minds. You know exactly <laughs> they would, you know you yeah, you make
1: you make back that money and some so
0: yeah absolutely man i was trying to find if i i guess i don't have a picture of that i thought i did for sure yeah the, uh, the the the,
1: the, the oh, psycho whatever uh, did he ever give it a
0: name uh this is what he was calling a super no he just called it a red jungle but you know i know we've shared this before but i just thought uh
1: yeah, but the red jungle, it's not a, it's not red. So.
0: Yeah. It's more like a caramel jungle, you know, yeah. in my, in my opinion, but I that's what it reminds me of. You yeah. Know, it reminds me of, uh, um, hmm. Will redid his site. Looks nice. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah but uh that's a pretty cool looking snake. I don't care how you hey toss it, but again, I guess that goes back to people just having a vision or whatever you know um of what they wanna do uh yeah and um you know trying to see the the where where something can go potentially rather than apparently just sort of what's according, in front of you. according
1: to will site. That male that you just posted up the picture of, which that's a boy, right, uh, is did sell for five thousand one hundred and twenty-five dollars.
0: Yeah, I mean that's a pretty big it's, it's, snake. I mean it's. I mean that's not that's not a full grown adult, but uh, well, maybe it is. I don't know, but I know it, he kind of it, dude. It's a it's a boy.
1: Oh, then it's that's a definitely
0: that adult. is a
1: that's a breedable male. That's a breedable male.
0: That's a cool-looking snake, man. I don't care what Isn't it is. Isn't it nuts?
1: Yeah, I think... But then it's like, when it comes down to it, and he had a red line baby, which, is a red jungle. Jesus. Yeah, I think Ooh, I have... Uh, why is it you don't see these things? Like, you know, it. somebody bought that mail. Why am I not hearing about, you know... Well, they uh, probably don't want the bullshit. Or, you know what well, I'm saying? Yeah, probably, but... I wouldn't want it. people like. Yeah, but how could you not, How could you help yourself? Jesus. Yeah.
0: It's hard, you know? It's hard. Mm-hmm. We all have secret projects. Don't you have a secret project?
1: No, I tell you everything. So, no, I'm, um. I'm, I'm, I mean,
0: <laughs> I,
2: well, yeah,
1: you know all my stuff, yes, too. But I what do. I'm saying is,
2: <laughs>
1: I'm saying, I don't you, you have. I told you shit no? before the show. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot about it. Yeah.
2: project. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't the listeners wish they could know?
1: <laughs> Just get Owen buddy, no one effect. cares. About, other buddy, no one cares about your green tree. Mm-hmm. No one cares. Why is this on my chat? Good. that? Well, is that in a room? I, uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> other buddy Aru? is that in a room are you listening live yeah no oh, you're I just ask asked him that him. all right fine yeah. whatever do it that way it's probably easier <laughs> um i know he's been waiting <laughs> on that clutch it's a good one
0: yeah did he ever produce them before Can't i remember. don't think so
1: i don't no. think so i think this is his first clutch that's good for him man
0: yeah congratulations
1: other buddy but- <laughs> <laughs> he he told me he's like um he says he was trying to get this conjure off somebody and he signed the email buddy. And the guy wrote back, he's like, buddy, Buscemi, I've heard about you. He's like, he's like, I would tell you the animal just so you could send you got it. And he's like, no, 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 I'm not buddy. Buscemi. I'm other buddy. He goes, Oh, I've heard of you too. And I'm like, yeah.
0: <laughs> Other buddy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, uh,
1: it's a thing now. So he, he's to uh, be lit. So. <laughs> that's awesome that's great uh, <laughs> Man, it's like how, it's like how people meet you for the first time and they go, "You're not that short. It's like,
0: yes,, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, they're expecting me to be like two foot two or I something know. like that, you know <laughs> it's, 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 it's the small things
1: that you know make it all worthwhile, so yeah, yeah, it's true. But good job, buddy. We're glad you got a clutch of a ruse.
0: So. That's an Aru Biok pairing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So. Females in Aru, so nice.
1: Nice. So the males of Biok.
0: Yeah, that'd nice. be some cool babies. Well,
1: they got the big dragon head. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: Too bad, kid. buddy. Too bad, buddy. Your first chondro pairing is uh, a hybrid, but. <laughs> yeah, Some of <with> that. <laughs> Oh, poor guy. I'm just kidding. Oh, uh,
1: dude. See, see, and you were yelling at me for, you know, busting the guy's balls, and you went right in, too. So.
0: Uh, it's nothing but love for other buddy, you know what I mean? It's just – that's how he is.
1: <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to get him a rogue T-shirt that says other buddy on the back of it. So, <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> uh,
0: it's so awesome uh, anyway. how these names just kind of <laughs> stick. <laughs>
1: It's like (laughs) roll right (laughs)
0: out. This is what you are now. You are other buddy. This is yeah. You are other buddy now for the rest of your damn life. So (laughs) somehow we have to convince other buddy to take a trip with us to Australia because when we go, Mm. just like Nick and Chris said, you know how they busted on. Oh right. I would imagine. Yeah. That That we are going to need buddy there.
1: Yeah, but he may have a psychotic episode and like murder me in the outback. So we might not want
0: that to happen. This is how we calm him down. We just show him the chondro on the stick. Yeah, here's. (laughs) He will calm down like right away.
1: Here's your tree ball. (laughs) Look
0: at the chondro. Exactly. Show him this chondro. Calm down.
1: Um, <laughs> deep breath.
0: Deep breath, other buddy. Look at the condro. Look at him on the stick. There you go. Calm down, big guy. There you yeah, go. Good gonna, boy.
1: <laughs> now, don't you text me tomorrow. You you text Eric,
0: all right? Don't you don't you
1: come at me every Wednesday. He's like, what the hell? I'm like, no, you, you text Eric now. You go. Don't you bother uh, me tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Um so what else? <laughs> now I'm distracted.
2: <laughs> it's going <laughs> uh, down.
0: Yeah. I do have a question, um Go in light it. of some uh recent things that we've seen. Have you ever thought about uh and I have gotten quite a number of inquiries about this, but have you ever thought about shipping overseas?
1: No, because I, it, it, it's got to be w- way more trouble than it's worth. I mean, for me, just because I'm, I'm small scale and I don't have the top of the line morphs and I don't have really anything that what I would imagine would be worth because, I mean, I don't charge for, even shipping in the United States, I don't charge for the box and, you know, I don't charge for the heat pack. You don't? And How do you make I, any money? can't exactly right. There, there, there's always that tool bag that's like, I build my own custom boxes. So you're going to pay for the box. I'm like, I don't want this snake anymore. How about that? So yeah. it's like, yeah, that's just something you never do. I, I, you know, and I I usually do flat rate shipping. You know, it's like normally East Coast is 50, West Coast is 60. In the middle is, we'll see how it goes. So Right. And I do that, and, you know, I still get bitched at by people. So, obviously, you, you know, and if it comes down to, like, if, if the bill is, like, 53 and change, I'm not going to charge you it. I'm just going to tell you to pay me 50 and get out of here. So, it to do international shipping, to have the crate and to pay for the permits and the licensing to ship overseas to... Do all that? I mean, the shipment would have to be pretty significant, wouldn't
0: it? That's why Nick only does it like what twice a year.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, I think so. But I guess, I guess my the reason I asked that question is you. I can't believe how many people contact me uh, weekly about shipping overseas, and I know it's it's for some of the stuff that we have here in the states that they don't necessarily have over there, citrus tigers, stuff like that, um, right. But uh, I don't know. I get worried about how stressful it would be because, uh, yeah. you know, I get stressed when it's going across the country, let alone going across the Atlantic. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I I don't know if there's an easy way to do it or set it up or whatever. You know what I mean? But uh, I don't know. I, I've thought about it but I would imagine that... Uh, so is Philadelphia considered... We're not considered a port, right? No, it'd have to go to... Uh, I think the closest that you could ship out out would be Baltimore. Okay. I think.
1: Or, or New York. Or,
0: or send it to somebody in Florida.
1: I guess. I mean, there are... I know there are, I know there are major hubs, and because I've looked at, like, you know, uh, Andrew and I have spoken about every once in a while monitor shipment or including some pythons, something in there from someplace. And he says that it would either be New York, Baltimore, or Miami. And that's pretty much East coast. Um, Okay. And then, uh, of course I could be completely wrong. Please don't crucify us. Um, Uh So it, it, but again, it would be like driving my ass with a box. I mean, have you ever shipped Delta?
0: No. I've never done that.
1: Delta is a, a bitch and a half. Now, I I started when Delta was still a thing, and then a lot of people – a lot of guys sent their high-dollar carpet pythons via Delta. That's the only way – Didn't Leary, Leary, Leary always do an that? Animal. Oh, yeah. God, it was annoying. <laughs> so, you know, with Delta, you've got to go down to the airport. You have to go, which is annoying. Um, You have to go to the uh, hub on the side Which is where all the animals come in As well as freight and stuff like that You have to sign in And then you get your box That was right then Now you go And the box has to be Of wood construction For every animal It used to be like You could get away with cardboard boxes For snakes and stuff Wood construction Uh for every animal You have to show the guy there What the hell it is Like show them the animal Um then they have to secure the animal, which is like, you know, zip-tying the bag or whatever. Then they have to secure the box, which means the dude at Delta puts the drills in the box or put the, puts the screws in the box to, to seal it down. They put a bunch of tape on it, and then it's good to go. So, And that's just in-the-country Delta. And that's like, you know, I think most of the only ones that can do Delta are monitors do, do a lot of Delta, um, as well as Venomous does Delta, or should do Delta. If you're a venomous person and you're sending it through the mail, please refer to the beginning of the show when we yelled at you people. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think I could do it. to send a giant crate of shit across the sea. I imagine it would be really annoying. So.
0: Yeah, and what if they didn't contact you for a while to let you know that it arrived? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, a lot of headaches involved that- with that.
1: Exactly. And there are certain packing regulations like uh, crocodilians have to be completely taped, mouth taped shut and has to like and then they have to be inside boxes and that. So like I can't like I know there has to be some sort of regulation for how the snakes have to be individually packed or something like that. So, yeah, it, it sounds like a huge annoyance, which is, again, probably why Nick only does it like twice a year or something like that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, well, yeah, he does ship out. So he ships out to Paul, and then I guess Paul Vs it up from there. But uh,
1: Yeah, and I, I think Nick said he shipped to Canada a few times too. It, it's It's got to be mind-numbing. So I don't know. I don't want to do it. So I've yeah. been contacted by a few people too. the one guy was just trying to get my attention about that diamond uh, jungle jag that I have. That uh, ivory diamond jungle jag. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to get yeah, yeah. He wanted he wanted it so badly, and he wanted babies from it, and he was just blowing me up. And I'm like, well, I'm like, where are you at? I'll put you on the list. Like you know, he's like, well, do you ship international? I'm like, no, I don't ship international. You, you mean you can't ship to Australia? Oh hell no! So <laughs> like, Whoa there, buddy! You don't know any of the rules. <laughs> Yeah. So it, uh, that's uh, a
0: negative. Yeah, yeah, no, not happening. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe one day, but you know, for right now, I, I, I got my hands full with just trying to sell shit in the U.S. Let alone ship it out. But uh, I would imagine if if I did this full time, that would probably be something that I would try to pursue because you would try to get those sales. You know what I mean? Um, right.
1: And, and also, I, it's it, it's funny with different markets and different animals.
0: Like sometimes
1: uh, with with Andrew, uh, he had a few times, I think, a few years ago, some big breeder in Europe bought all his baby black at higher than market value because there were no baby black throats produced in Europe last the, that year. So, you know, Andrew could either keep them and sell them for this much or let them go overseas and receive this much. So, you know, right. that and the other thing.
0: Um, yeah, so uh, what else do I got on the list? Um, I don't know. What else you got?
1: Uh, the hell else was I going to say? Um, I did run into Dave Means this weekend, and he was at the Havagrace Reptile Show actively campaigning for that uh, pending ban on Richmond. Okay. The uh, constrictor's over three feet. So he's supposed to give me an update of how that goes and uh, let us know everything. So if you uh, are in the Richmond area and you want to go out to that – Vote and discussion Uh, If you want to do the pencil in Or you want to do the email in Please contact David Means Or Chris Foley And they will tell you in the right direction Uh, Obviously This is not an issue for a lot of people Because they don't live in Richmond But it could very quickly become An issue so we want you to think of it like that Is that if you don't kind of Stamp this out now For all you know you're next So Yes
0: so That's this is the, uh, that. I'm going to read, I'm going to read this off because this is from, um, U S arc. So, yep. uh, there was, there was a few alerts that came up, but, uh, if you want to check out all of the current alerts that are going on as far as legislation, when it comes to, uh, keeping reptiles or exotics, you can check it out at dot US, org slash alerts. um, Let's see, we got Arlington County, which uh Owen was just talking about, which is basically a sweeping ban. This is a broadly sweeping and far overreaching proposal. It will outright ban the future ownership of very commonly kept species that include uh and includes vague language which bans all pets except dogs, cats and fish. Officials are hearing more support from animal rights group than the opposition, uh, from animal owners. Uh, Send emails, make phone calls, and let your opposition be heard now. And there's a link to where you can send uh, your email in Massachusetts. Uh, uh, There's a bill, S-490, is an animal rights written and driven bill meant to eliminate uh, the exhibition of animals outside of permanent facilities, such as zoos. Uh, While the reported purpose is to end animals in circuses and similar events, The language of the bill bill could be interpreted to affect educational outreach and similar programs. This is a simple case of another overreaching and unnecessary law. Although the bill language may seem to be focused on certain types of performances, uh, um, the verbiage is intentional and the animal rights groups know it. apparently in Nevada and Texas there's a dangerous wild animal ban state level bans on spe- on species defined within the bills uh and you can find the two bills um on the page as well and man there's a lot of shit going on um there's also <laughs> one in well that is the one for Nevada right Nevada yeah uh So, uh, and that, all those links are over on the uh, Facebook page, uh, Morelli Python Radio's Facebook page. I shared it there. You can check it out. So, I would say that if you guys can can give some support, definitely go and um, uh, do it. Send emails, make some phone calls, whatever the case would be. Uh, Show some help. Because I think, you know, Dave was saying it last week. Uh, I think one of the things that we have to think about is one day it may be here, you know, and you want people Mm -hmm. to help you as well. So.
1: Well, it's funny because uh, there were a few people that apparently said that this was not the first time they've tried something like this. The last time they went statewide. And there were a lot of people that showed up to kind of denounce it for the statewide. But since they're just doing the one County a lot of the people that showed up for the statewide aren't showing up for this one county because they don't live in it. And it's like that's that's really a dumb way to look at this because yeah. it would only really take, you know, uh, one overzealous person in your county to attempt to do it. I mean, like he was saying there was a... Rumor that a cop was bitten by a venomous animal and a bunch of other stuff was going on. So there's a lot of stories that could easily turn this into a very big thing, especially now. I I guarantee you they're not being helped by the fact that there's a cobra that's being covered on the news that it was loose in Florida. So that is probably kicking them right where it hurts. Um, And, of course, I've seen that story ten times now. And what cobra... Picture, do you think they're using for this thing? What cobra picture?
0: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What king cobra? It's a
1: king. Yeah. Full blown king looking all pissed off, hooded up, and it's like, yeah, okay. So the cobra that's loose is like a three foot, and they're showing pictures of this like 12 foot king cobra, and it's like, yeah, great. So, you know, obviously, this is something that should be dealt with and we should have our support for um, there should be no instance where the animal rights guys are having are out there stronger than we are so definitely right there if you can
0: yeah well that's a bad way to end the show I know <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's
1: finish it a good way yeah. uh, other buddies saying that I'm going to become a conjur breeder let's all laugh at him now
0: that's silly just like i said (laughs) yeah bumpy chondros yes
1: bumpy no (laughs) no
0: yeah never
1: gonna happen
0: i will say this i'm pretty excited Uh, uh i'll leave it on this um yeah you know um i'm pretty excited about next season for myself i have some pretty stellar pairings prepared and ready to go um just to give you an idea of what I'm talking about. I mean, I have things like uh let's see. Uh hopefully the poison ivy babies will be up to size and ready to go. Nice. Uh the citrus tiger head albino stuff will be ready to go. Uh I have I'm going to be producing uh exanic uh jags and exanic coastals that are pure. I could produce ghosts <clears throat> that are pure. Pure coastal? Pure coastal? um oh, i got well, a I know where I'm doing my shit ton of ij projects that i could do that no just no one cares are, move know on. selectively
1: no, bred no move stop talking about the ijs move back to uh, go.
0: let's see what else uh coastal coastal wise um well i do have uh, actually i got it from eric uh hernandez i got a beautiful female coastal um, that she will be ready to go, uh, and I'm going to breed that with my M-Pen um, Coastal. Uh, uh, a pairing that I've been waiting a long time for Come will on. be V and Come Molly on. Ringwald. That's yeah. all pure Coastal. <laughs> so that will be pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Red Jags, Red Tiger Jags, Red Tigers. Uh, you know, so that should be pretty sweet. All right,
1: all right, all right. Screw everybody, I am first in line for that and the Exanic Jags. No uh, one else.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna be doing All a y'all... Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be breeding my al- albino zebra jag to an Exanic zebra. So wrap your head around that one. Uh, I don't want it. <laughs> doublehead snows, super zebras, uh you know, uh, blah blah blah. Um, Are you going
1: to try to breed that exanic female again that, like, has apparently just been flipping you off for the past, like, three years, four years?
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I finally yeah. got her nailed down. She's eating good. But I also have an adult female het exanic. So
2: right. I could go so either we'll get way.
0: Her. Oh, if double het get granite exanics. Yeah. <laughs> Do I
1: want to get rid of her? No.
0: <laughs> if you want to get rid of
1: her or – hat, yeah. you call me again don't call other people
0: uh, um what else what else what else uh, oh i got uh this is gonna be i got a million ways to do this one but uh caramel i have a female caramel uh granite zebra uh i could take that to a granite zebra i could take it to caramel hat granite boy i could take it let's see what else uh, there's a couple different ways I have a caramel jag head granite that I could breed the uh, granite zebra with or I could braid the caramel granite and produce like uh, super caramel granite jags um, <sighs> what else oh this is a pure coastal project that I'm pretty excited about The um, I'm listening the balan stuff that I got that was from his uh what he called the Tiger Jag Sid, the Tiger Jag Sib. That's like really that yeah. bone white stuff. So yeah. I have I have a coastal, her name's Akko, um and she's a pretty phenomenal coastal and I got this really sort of uh I guess what you would call back in the day like lesser tigers where it's like uh you know the stripe isn't the it, it, you know there's a stripe down the isn't back but it's sort of like right. ladders you know what i mean it's not like a straight stripe uh but he's bone white so my hope is is that i'm trying to produce ivory tigers that are pure coastal uh so that should be uh, a pretty exciting project um what else shit man there's just a lot of stuff so uh although like i said I took the, uh, this season off, but you know, there's, there's tons of shit that's going to be happening next year and I'm, I'm glad I waited. And, you know, I'm, I'm super excited about, about, you know, next year's season. Uh, yeah, I do. week. So. Very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really have, uh, a whole lot else. I don't know if you have anything else you want to hit on.
1: Nah, I got nothing. So we'll uh we'll see what trouble we can get into next week.
0: <laughs> yeah, well hopefully uh I am working on a uh a Condro round table. Um Yep. Just to give you a little preview. Uh some of the people well the people that are invited so far are uh Harlan Wall, Ian Bissell, Buddy Buscemi, Bill Steagel and i'm trying to get one of the guys from reptilinks uh because the chondro roundtable is going to focus on chondro nutrition and hydration and some of the misconceptions of both and um those guys have uh have done some work uh with some of that stuff that should be pretty interesting and will make for uh i think uh, one of the best shows um Every once in a while you get those shows that people talk about forever, the Terry Philip episode, you know, things like mm-hmm. that where you know, it's just one of those things where everything is on point. Harlan's episode when he was on, if you didn't listen to it, uh definitely worth a listen. Um, I like those shows cuz I don't have to talk. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. They do it uh, for us. Uh I always love talking to the GTP keeper uh family. Over there They're still not making any money for us, Owen But, uh, you know we'll No, keep no, no, our the beatings will commence <laughs> till morale improves Yes, so. Jesus, you know, yeah. what do we gotta do, man uh, You know, these people oh. underneath of us Gotta, we gotta, up.
1: no, we gotta go to Texas <laughs> And we gotta get Bill off his ass And getting that shit working And then we'll deal with Buddy at Carpet Fest.
0: Okay, alright, yeah. we'll, we'll take yeah. care of it These guys Whack. better shape up Or ship out Yeah, yeah <laughs> Uh. But, uh, nah, so that's the show we're working on. I got a couple carpet people, um, that I'm trying, that I'll be getting in touch with. And, um, I think we have a blood show at some point. Uh, well, I should say Borneo (laughs) show because it's probably more geared towards that, but with Frank, uh, Frank good. I haven't forgotten about that. That should be pretty good. Um, but so some cool stuff lined up, um, and I'm hoping that this year Keith McPeak produces Bowling's Pythons because uh, yeah, it's looking pretty good for him. And uh, if he does, um, it would be pretty cool to uh, have him come on and, and talk about it. Because I'm sure if I produce Bowling Pythons, I would want some kind of outlet to talk about it as well. <laughs> Even if I don't know what I did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but, Even if uh, it's, I put
1: the boy and the girl together and got eggs.
0: So. Yeah. So some pretty cool stuff lined up, um, uh, which will lead us right into Carpet Fest, which will lead us right into the uh twenty eighteen calendar contest, because we 'cause we're gonna do that we're doing it early. Um yeah, yeah pretty need excited. It next, <laughs> yeah. God. Uh the, the end of next month, um I need something to sell at Tinley. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, no. Um The end of next month uh will be the Southern Carpet Fest. Um we're going to be getting our tickets, uh, what, a couple days? Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, if you're down in that area, you should definitely check it out. It's April, what, 29th, I believe it is? Is that when it is? 29th, 28th, I don't know. 27th? I thought it was
1: 28th and 29th. So I thought it because I, I pretty much blocked out, like, those four days. So I know it's near the 28th. It's
0: so. the last weekend of April. April, um, yep. 28th, well, the actual Carpet Fest is on the 29th. Okay. Um, so yeah, if you're in that area, get in touch with, uh, Evan, uh, Browder or, uh, Bill Stiegel and, uh, they'll, they'll give you more information on that. Uh, yep. and then, uh, like I said, the Northeast Carpet Fest, uh, will, uh, will be, uh, happening, uh, June 3rd. So, uh, definitely check that out. Uh, stay tuned for more details. Now that, uh, I'll have a decent computer again, I'll be able to get all that, uh, info as far as hotels because there's a ton of hotels around here man so yeah you know you'll you'll be able you'll be fine
1: i figure once we get back from southern carpet fest we'll really start hitting the ground and planning what we need to do for our carpet fest and uh we'll start working on the list of you know what everybody's bringing and uh who's got to do what and we'll start ticking that down if you're in the area of eric's house uh Consider, your, consider this your notice that uh, you will be tapped to do things. So, looking <laughs> at you, Matt Minitola. So, you know, there's a uh, few things that we might try to get people to do for us or to help us set up. So, uh, we'll let you guys know.
0: Yeah. I was hoping that I could have that fire pit set up by that time. I don't know. If if worse comes to worse, I'll just buy one of those uh, uh, local. I got one.
2: You, you know, bought me one. Smaller ones.
0: However we yeah. have to do it, but, uh, we'll you know, I don't know. Yeah. With all this, uh, remodeling that I'm doing around the house, um, you know, I still got to take on the bathroom. I got, I got a lot of stuff I got to do. So,
1: <clears throat> um, I'll do the fire pit. Just leave me alone in your backyard for like a day.
0: Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no uh, problem. You said yes
1: to that really fast. <laughs>
0: so, <Yeah>. um, <laughs> I'll pay you in snakes. <laughs> you want to talk to
1: Holy shit, this might
0: happen Alright, alright, I got this, don't worry I'll do this I yeah. don't, I.
1: you can count on me So
0: Just YouTube it, man, you'll figure it out <laughs>
1: I'll figure it out, I got it Fine, you want yeah, to right. raise my dory first? Nah Nah Why is Owen building a very large Structure in our yard? Don't worry about it to that. <laughs>
0: Look at the dog. (laughs) Look at the dog. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. So, so, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. But I know I'm not going to – I know I have to just face facts that I'm not going to have everything remodeled that I want by the time people come. But it is what it is. So uh, I'm just trying to get the most important stuff done. Um, What else? What else? What else? So, yeah, I mean – uh, if you're like Owen said, if you're in the area, Carpet Fest is definitely something that uh that you should wanna come and check out. Um for sure. Come and hang out with us. Um maybe we'll we'll try to set up a trip. Um I don't know, for some of the go stragglers Sunday. on the next yeah. day, you know, go somewhere, do yeah, something. Like uh
1: the one time we went up to uh Reptiland, maybe we'll try to do something
0: close by
1: you. It should probably be Philly. so.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we can uh, take a trip down. We could always go to the Philly Zoo or something like that, but I don't know if that's, uh, you know, I guess, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I got we'll Philly
1: see. Zoo connections. Let me uh, let me interrogate the, some people that I know who work there.
0: Okay. Yeah, maybe we can hook something so. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's usually at Carpet Fest, so, uh, you know, I no know. Deal. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool stuff. Um, obviously, we'll be doing an auction, so yeah, well, yeah. If you have something you want to
1: contribute for that, we'll get that going.
0: So, yeah, we'll get that all going. Which, speaking of which, so I guess when you come to the house, I, I'm going to he- need your help in sexing some snakes. So, I got this. I'll, yeah, I got this. It's cool. Yeah, and sex pythons. I think so. I can too, but uh, I just always like to double check. You know what I mean? Make sure. <laughs> My results are uh the same as somebody else's results but uh so uh okay, I guess we'll wrap it up um as far as us check out uh you can follow us on facebook on twitter uh, at morelia python radio uh check out our website at moreliapythonradio.com dot com if you have any questions comments suggestions etc info at moreliapyon dot com um what else as far as myself ebmorelia.com um, that's my uh, website and uh, hopefully um, I'll have some YouTube video content in the near future um, and you can check out my Facebook page ebmorelia uh, for quick updates and uh, what's going on um, if you have any questions or uh, Anything like that, uh, I'm not shipping now, uh, but the shipping window will be opening soon, uh, hopefully uh, mm-hmm. within a month, <clears throat> so I'm gonna start putting some uh some of those citrus tigerhead albinos and stuff up for sale uh, so if you're in the market for any of that kind of stuff, hit me up uh, and uh, we'll see what we can work out uh, I think that's I'm also on Instagram and twitter e b Morelia. and I think that's all I got. Cool. Uh, What I got, you can go to rogue-reptiles.com. Check
1: out all the stuff we have going on there. Uh, Just like Eric, I'm not chipping because there's like two feet of snow outside. Um, But we will open that up soon. Uh, We have eggs coming from a bunch of different pairings. So if you want to get on the list for any of those, let me know. Uh, Before anybody asks, we did not produce any black phase white lip this year. For the love of God, stop emailing me. So, (laughs) Um, The next show that's coming up Would probably be the April Hamburg show But I am also Attending Oaks The Oaks shows, the Havit or Grace shows And the White Plains shows in between So if you want a baby And don't want it shipped And are going to any of those shows I can deliver to those shows So uh, go ahead and reach out to us Um, That's all I got Also you can go to Facebook And look up Rogue Reptiles So do that too So that's all I got, and uh, that's all we have for you guys this week. So uh, we will catch everybody back here next week for some more Morelia Python Radio. Good night.